boogeyman is real. And you found him. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. We have such sights to show you. Be one of us. The outsiders of horror. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the return of the Outsiders of Horror podcast. That's right. Just like Jesus, we have been resurrected. Now, hence why we're going to be doing Stigmata tonight from 1999. But first, I'm sure you noticed that I said we, but all you can see is me or all you can hear is me. Well, that's because I'm not alone. What I'm going to I'm going to be introducing you to somebody, not somebody new. No, no, I'm not going to pull that Axel Rose shit and get new members and keep the same name. That's fucking pathetic, fucking cash grab. No, returning is an outsider OG. Now, this outsider OG loves toys. This outsider OG loves to watch movies on Saturday nights, and. uh you can find this outsider OG naked on the internet. All you gotta do is look. And that, of course, is none other than Mr. Brian Farmer. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun, another fun-filled episode of the Outsiders of Our Podcast. I am Brian Farmer. That is Andrew Fay all motherfucking day. And tonight we are covering that disaster piece, Stigmata, directed by uh, Rupert fucking Wainwright. I think he was on a t uh, dating TV show on Bravo one episode that he seemed like a fucking psycho. But anyway, we're back. Yes, we are back, motherfuckers. After six months, we have returned. The the team, the legit team, the real team of the Outsiders of Horror Podcast. You know, there's there's been many many new uh, many new podcasts, horror groups that have uh, that have surfaced over the last six months. Well. We are the OGs. We are, we are, you know, we're the fucking outsiders of motherfucking horror. <laughs> yeah, baby. We are back. So what the fuck is up, Farmer? What what have you been up to these last six fucking months? You know, you know, my, my beard's grown like fucking 15 fucking inches. I've been hibernating in my fucking basement. Yeah. Um, just waiting for fucking COVID to be over before I go back outside into the world. Um, <laughs> you know, we when we last left off, you were golfing. You, you know, I was golfing for a long time, and then you know, just you know, just, uh, it was all in the hips, and then my, I, you know, I damaged my hip, you know, and just I just I couldn't do it anymore. You know, I, you know, and I, and I would watch golf because you kept saying, "Look out, PGA, here I come," and I'd be waiting to see your little roly poly ginger ass show up on fucking PGA, and you're nowhere to be found. You know, you know, I'm just, uh, I'll, I'll golf in the summertime, but right now, you know, it's, it's you know, why, why. <laughs> But you, but you are still uh, golfing once it gets, you know, the weather gets back into the shit. I mean, yeah, I'll get back into it. I think, uh, I think after our last episode, I think I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and I haven't played since. You know, just been, uh, I've been practicing, practicing in my in my, in my off time. You know. <laughs> yeah, on your Nintendo Wii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great thing about Wii. You can just sit in your chair and fucking practice. You know, just and just trying to get the stroke right. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you got the stroke, bastard. Oh yeah, you know I'm. Uh, I am one with the stroke. Come, you know, if you if you need stroke tips, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> right on. 
what else is there? I know, I know you're always full of fucking endeavors from, from filmmaking to wrestling to golfing. What else you been up to? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I just, I've been fucking just been making some music with some of the kids I used to mess around with from back in the day, but that's, that's about it. You know, it's all been, uh, I haven't really been doing anything these last few months. I've just been kind of just getting fatter and just sitting down. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in my old age, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to live my fucking prime years out. You know what I mean? <laughs> right on. Right on. The fucking, the, my twilight years. Like, yeah. The, my twilight years. Yeah. <laughs> twilight years. Yeah. Yeah. What a wonderful franchise that was. Yeah. Yeah. Bleh. You team Edward or are you a uh, team Jake or what? <laughs> uh, I think because I had to watch all of them because the girl I was dating at the time was big into it. But I think I was uh, Team Jacob. I was more werewolf than sparkly vampire, you know. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. The werewolf was no genitals. No genitals. <laughs> you know, that sounds like you are, right? Because you, the streak, the streak, is the streak still alive? Yep. Six months later, the streak is still alive. I, uh, it is now March, so we are entering month 27 of the streak. Still waiting for that one in 21 <laughs> one to be. Well, you know, you know, some things don't change, but yet some things stay the same, as they say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I blame COVID, though. I know the first half of the streak is my fault, but. Can you really blame COVID? <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, well, and here's why. And this is actually something that I haven't even told family or just really the closest friends and my, of course my boss. You're finally coming out of the closet. No, no, not yet. I'm, I'm saving for a better day, like maybe right, a parade right. or something like that for that. <laughs> but, but no, during, during the holiday season, uh, I actually came down with the vid, the good old, the good old COVID. Uh, I, you know, I was always so careful and stuff like that, lean up to it. But then I got convinced because, you know, it was the holiday season, we family and stuff like that. Convinced to go out, you know, with my brother. I'll call him out on that. And we, and we went out. Oh, and, the Trump uh, supporting redneck. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And we went to a local bar, you know, it's it packed because nobody in this town gives a fuck, thinks it's all non existent and the Democrats created it and all that shit. So, and then the next thing I know, it only took about a day or two later, I started feeling all funky. And then I went and got the fucking test and uh, it, it was, it was good old positive for COVID. And I got to tell you, people, it fucking sucks. It, it is. I know it's different for everybody. Like everybody experiences pretty much different things. I mean, a lot of similar symptoms, but some people don't feel it at all. That's why they think they're fine and they just go out and spread it like it's fucking nothing. But then like I did, I, I started out with just the common like, you know, flu symptoms like they say that you get. Uh, and I lost my sense of uh, taste and smell. But then there was one day to where... Because after I got tested, they just like just lock yourself up and uh, do the the X amount of days for quarantine, right? And one of the days I was just very uh, short of breath, like I could not catch my breath at all, and it scared the hell out of me. And there was nothing I could do, so I'm like, well, shit, this this might be the, the way I fucking go out. So I just I just laid in my bed in a fetal position and just tried my best to catch my breath, kept the fluids going, and just just powered through it. And then the next day, it, it seemed to go away, and there was just a different symptom. It was a different symptom. It seemed like each day. It wasn't all at once. And then about a good uh, two weeks, then I started feeling A-OK. And then ever since then, it's been very serious about the COVID. I will not take it lightly anymore because it, it fucking sucks. So now it's just straight up uh, home and work. So, yeah, it's hard to get laid when uh, 
all you work with is underage and at home it's just me so <laughs> so damn so so what was what was your experience with the vid all i gotta say is don't fuck around with it like i like i just said like the, the symptoms i had it I, they are considered mild to severe from what i went through and you know then like i said the people that don't experience it all and there's people that fucking die the healthiest of people that die. I know somebody that lost somebody close to him that was late twenties, perfectly healthy, took it lightly, got it, and then, like I said, they they just gradually went down to where all of a sudden they they died from it. So it, it's nothing to fuck with. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no vid around these parts. No vid. That's one of the things I've been up to since the last six months. <laughs> There you go. There you go. You got COVID. The streak still hasn't been broken. You know? Yeah, streak still hasn't been broken. As some people even know, I tried to do the little solo act for a little bit, and I just it just didn't work out, which I appreciate all the kind words that people would say, saying that the episodes were okay and stuff like that. But really, it came down to where it's just, I felt like I was talking to myself, and it was just boring recording a solo podcast. No matter if it was good or not, I just didn't enjoy it. So I stopped doing that for a while and just kind of disappeared off the the, the community grid, if you will. And Right. Well, I mean, that makes sense because you're just you're just talking to your fucking self, or in your case, a beer bottle. But yeah, it's like, right. hey, this is the Andrew Faye show, right? And if people remember, <laughs> I'm not I'm not the research guy. I don't sit there and research into shit, so I always have more questions than answers. And when I ask a question and nobody's responding, then it's a pretty fucking clueless goddamn podcast. And why the hell is anybody even listening to it when I can't even give you any information? Right, right, right facts, wrong facts, car facts. I mean, we're just looking for some <laughs> sort of fucking facts around here. <laughs> So I I stopped doing that, and then, you know, this will be the one only time I plug. It's not going to be a Nightmare Toy thing, but I got my own little side retro gaming thing going on, Fail Day Retro. So I'm building up on that, uh, which which is fun. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and subscribe (laughs) and follow. Uh, Let's see, what else? Oh, uh, uh, I am now the parent of a teenager. Good old uh, Colin Fay, uh, outsider alum, if you will. He he was on an episode of this. He was. He was indeed. Yeah. He he turned thirteen in January, and I've always I've always publicly bragged about how perfect my son has been since day one. Slept through the day when he was a newborn. Never had terrible twos. Perfect. Teenager hit, and now he's uh, showing signs of a teenager. <laughs> he, he what's uh, what's 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 he doing? Asking to borrow the asking to borrow the keys. What? <laughs> No, it's more of just like the the lounge, chill teenager, you know, whatever. Oh, oh. he's not asking you to pick him up a fifth or anything like that, you know? (laughs) No, not yet. (laughs) Which he's been all home remote learning. Uh, They'd opened up the schools here, but uh, his mother decided, and I agree, she's just going to go and finish out the school year with him at home, and then we'll see where things are next fall for the school. So he hasn't been mixing in with the wrong crowd yet. (laughs) <laughs> that's good that's good he's been he's been sheltered <laughs> mm. but no I mean, I mean yeah he's still a great kid and stuff like that he's just you know don't give a fuck teenager yeah yeah well he's he's at that age you know i remember back in my day when i was 13 yeah running I can, those I can remember corners. 13 and i and i would think back to when i was 13 when he turned 13 which <laughs> it was funny when he turned 13 like all his birthdays, I'm like, oh, he's getting older. But when he turned 13, it, just, it hit me hard. I was so like depressed about it. I'm like, oh my god, my son's a teenager. I'm old enough to have a teenage fucking child. Yeah, what what were you doing at 13? I 
the first memory that pops in my head when I was 13 is with my with my buddy Scott, and uh, we got the good old dial-up internet at his house. <laughs> AOL and, or what? Yeah, yeah, and we asked his mom if we can download the the nude photos of Sable from Playboy. <laughs> Because we were big wrestling fans, so and we wanted to see Sable naked, and she, and she let us because she was an awesome uh, mom like that. She was like a second mother for me. She was, uh, you know, she she helped me through a lot. She was a second mother, and and so yeah. And then we slowly watched Sable download and got excited for the boobies. So that made me wonder. I'm like, man, is Colin excited for boobies yet? I'm afraid to ask, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him kind of bring it up himself, or just wait for a moment, like in a movie or something like that, where if he shields his eyes or if he goes "ooh boobies" or something. Right, right. right. Like that, you know? I don't and know. Maybe, maybe he's an ass guy. Maybe he doesn't even like boobs. I don't know. Either way, I, I think that that talk is coming. You know, the talk. The talk. The birds and the bees. Yeah. 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 The beer cans and the and the drinking. All right. <laughs> if he hasn't figured it out already, because he's he's big into the gaming himself. He does all that fucking. What is that? Minecraft and what's the other? Fortnite or whatever. Fortnite. That's the other part. He's yeah. really big into Fortnite. Says he's the best in Fortnite. Da, 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 da. So, so saying, you know, since he's locked up in the home, that's that's cool. You know, just that's how he interacts with his friends, too. He's got this headset and talks and does that whole deal. So he's just chilling with his boys, hanging out. Yep. Chilling with his boys the best way that he can. Yeah. Yeah. Not not, not being exposed to all the fucking. The, the dumb fucks of the fucking world yet so that's good at least sheltered for uh for a little bit longer <laughs> my god speaking of dumb fucks i mean yeah with all this covid shit we've been in this covid shit for a year now and people are still just fucking stupid like, what's uh I, what's what's like the open percentage over there where you are is it fully open now or what uh no um like a lot of business stuff like that are trying to adhere to it it's just the people themselves are still being very fucking difficult with it with the refusal of masks and just pretending like it doesn't exist. That's why the death rate is so high here in Kansas. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, over here like in, in Massachusetts, it's not, it's not that bad as of what the first of this month, we, uh, we went to 50%. So now like if there, we can have concerts, but it's up to like 500 people. So, I mean like indie wrestling shows are coming back with that's already happening. So, I mean, all like the small stuff is happening. Right. Yeah, they just announced their very first concert we've had in a year in Wichita. It's uh two of the dudes from Shinedown. They're doing an acoustic set at this place called the Cotillion, where it's its capacity is about like thousand plus. It's my favorite venue. I love going to concerts there. But they're doing fifty percent capacity. Everybody's getting their temperature checked as they come to the door. So you know, while they're patting you down, somebody else is pointing that little thermal gun at your head. And if you're above 99, then you're not getting in and no refund or anything like that. So yeah, buy your ticket yourself. at your own risk. Yeah. And make sure you don't have a fever when you're going into that bitch. And everybody must wear masks unless you're sitting at a, a designated table. And then you can go get your drink with the mask on, go to your table, take your mask off, drink, and right. then enjoy the acoustic show. But, you know, no rock shows or anything like that, because there's no way they're going to tell people to sit down during a rock show and not get up and fucking want to mosh or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how are they going to hold everyone back? Yellow tape? Yeah. <laughs> I can see a bunch of smart asses wearing masks in the mosh, but we got a mask on. <laughs> just going in and get chilled. It's not the fucking same. <laughs> right. Well, what was the old quote? Wear your mask, wash your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. That was that was indeed the quote. <laughs> But yeah, 
So how was how was uh, your winter time? Did you have a good holiday season and all that shit? You know, it's it was blah. Like it was nothing fucking special. It was whatever. Um, I got a lot of snow. I got like fucking like six feet of snow. It was fucking terrible. Was it really bad? Yeah, like my my back. Well, maybe not. Like with four feet, but like my back door was like all fucking caved in. I had to like hop out the window, just fucking shovel for my fucking my short ass. I'm like Super Mario in the fucking tunnel. I just got lost. So <laughs> I had to fucking shovel my way out. <laughs> yeah, just looking for that mushroom so you can be bigger and get through that fucking four feet. Of snow. <laughs> just trying, just trying. But yeah, it's a it snowed a lot because like I'm I'm like really close to kind of like New Hampshire ish around that way. So like they get fucking a fuck ton of snow. Yeah. So. No. Yeah, we had a really bad winter blast here. Not so much snow, it's just the, the temperature. Like we set a record low for here for Kansas. It was like negative 20-something at one point, and it was awful. And I don't have heat in my house, so I had a terrible fucking time because we don't have gas. We just uh, I have one of those fucking plug electric heaters. The space heater, the, yeah. Yeah, the good old space heater. And How's just that, how, how'd that work out? I had so many layers on. At one point, I had four pairs of pants. And, you and, anemic uh, bastard. <laughs> four, well, they were all, you know, my loose sweatpants, my pajama pants. And then I even put my fucking Freddy onesie over all of that and had that all bumped up with a hoodie underneath it. And then just curled up into ball with my layers of blankets and just fucking fought it through it. Just yeah. shaking like a fucking Kansas crackhead <laughs> over there, like going cold yeah. turkey. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. It was a nightmare on Elm Street for sure. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. They, you know, they they saw like the good space heaters, right? That like won't fucking kill the power. That it look, but like they they look like radiators almost. Yeah, I kind of have one of those. Like it's a it's a good sized one. It's just this this apartment is so long, so it it only heats up so much. Oh, I'm and saying then, you didn't have it in your room. You had it for the house. Yeah. No, no, that yeah because our. Our electric circuit, like this, this, this place is so awful. If we have too many things plugged in, we will lose power. So we had to be very conservative with what we fucking plugged in. Even though, like, what about surge protector? Nothing like that. No, well, I didn't really think too much into that. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, dipshit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if I wanted to, like, you know, eat some food, put something in the microwave, I'd unplug like three different things just to run the microwave. How (laughs) the fuck else are you gonna make chicken nuggets? You know, (laughs) right? They just stood there and freeze to death while I watched my nuggets spin around in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just trying to (laughs) put your hands in the hands near the radiation of the microwave. Yeah, Yeah, I was very jealous of the nuggets in the microwave. I'm like, man, I wish (laughs) I was inside that motherfucker right now. I mean, you, you do live on the woods. You could have just got a trash barrel and put it outside the fucking window and just, you know, stood there. <laughs> right. So you said you're doing the music thing again. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit. I'm just, I'm not going fucking too heavy into it. It was just something just to do during this COVID time while I haven't been doing much. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I was explaining yeah. to you, like my little fucking gaming bullshit, just finding shit to do and. I mean, I'm already drinking and playing games anyway, so I might as well fucking stream it on the internet and do some shit. Yeah, I mean, like the the movie stuff for me, like I, I think I'm done. I think yeah. I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty much done. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I just, Did anything uh, I ever come of any of those? Like like your short or or the uh, shit that blue you're call release uh, blue blue call. My future got sold. We sold that. We uh we so far we sold it. We got a to a really good company. We got a really good deal for domestic. Uh, it's supposed to be out in the next two months. Um, I think it's supposed to go to Redbox and then some sort of streaming website, I believe. But yeah, I mean, we have a whole like sales agent team that are working for all the foreign stuff right now. I know China's looking at it, but like it's it's we did a, we did a very well 
off that domestic deal, which is unheard of for uh for this day and age for as far as like upfront stuff on a domestic deal. So we did it did pretty good. It did a lot better than I thought it was gonna do right out the gate. So yeah, I mean that's yeah it's pretty it, much you're 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 sealing up, you know, past projects and stuff like that, but after that you're really not looking into anything. Yeah, you know, like I, I wrote I wrote I wrote two features. I wrote something that was uh that was like a really good like horror one and then I wrote a fucking Hallmark movie. <laughs> nice. I wrote a, a Hallmark Christmas movie and uh, I was pitching both of those around and like the investment people that like I work with, like they, I don't know, like they were, they were looking at the, the horror one and like that was, that was like a, a possible thing, but I, I don't think it's at least right now. I don't think it's going to fucking happen, especially with COVID. Yeah. Your, your Hallmark Christmas movie didn't, they didn't, they didn't buy it too. Cause they, they literally make the same fucking Christmas movie or whatever with the oh, same yeah. exact poster of red and green, the couple standing back to back. <laughs> it's the same, same fucking motive dude. It's, yeah i mean like you know that meme of charlie day where he's like at the wall with the strings and everything like that was me putting these two <laughs> movies together because i'm doing them at the same time writing them um did you watch a bunch of hallmark christmas movies to for, oh like, yeah research they had to all the same fucking thing aren't they I, wa- I had to watch like every like vanessa hudgens and like Lacey chabert fucking hallmark movie because she's like the face of all those movies isn't yeah, the storyline pretty much, you know, like big city girl moves into a small town country or Yeah. Sometimes they lose faith and then they have to refine their faith and then they oh, recapture yeah, the, the, the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or they find like a true love's kiss on Christmas and then like the snowfall and it's wonderful. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, all that that happy I, it was really just a challenge to myself because I'm not a happy person. I hate everyone, so I uh I had to see if I could just try to pretend to be happy. And I mean it worked for the pages, but for me I don't like it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't like happiness. I just like death. <laughs> right up. Yeah, but uh, no. Uh, Blue call should be coming out very soon. The uh, uh, once once I know I can say the company. It's a pretty well known company. A lot of people know that company. So it's uh, it was pretty surprising that they kind of like bit into it. The uh, the the um, the guy who used to own Dread Central actually owns this company. Nice. Mm. Yeah, so and uh quote unquote love the movie so i was like cool whatever you know it was a fucking that movie was a fucking challenge but once once that thing is out and then i could talk more about it i'll talk about all the horror stories so (laughs) (laughs) right on but yeah so uh, as far as like that goes but yeah you know like that did pretty well so i'm happy about that one of the earlier ones that i did that's getting wrapped up right now in post that's called waking nightmare has like diane franklin david naughton has Jameson Newland from the Lost Boys, Jan right, Burst yeah. from the Stairs, that one. I that one, it's that. it's in the final stages of post right now, like the color and the sound, and my guy tells me that it looks great. So, I mean, that's the next one. We're just going to try to ship that out. And then at that point, everything will have been sold and we'll have a home, and then, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to carry on with it. I don't know. I, I, right now, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm done. But Well, well see. these days, it's always a day-by-day thing with everything that's going on in the fucking world. Yeah, you know, it is, I just I I don't love it anymore. Like I I used to love it a lot. I was very hungry about it. Like I was happy to like guys like Steven who did the fucking the rage. Um, yeah, which like, congrats to him because yeah. he's like he's already got like two of those like reward stamps to put on his poster and shit. Yeah, he's he's crushing it. He's crushing it. I remember uh, I remember seeing the earlier drafts of that, and uh, I mean he was he was kind enough to ask me what I thought, and I gave him some notes, and I was happy to see some of those changes actually made into the movie. Um, I thought it helped definitely were like bring it together more, but yeah, no, Steve, like Steven's killing it. But, like he would come to me and ask me stuff. And like, I'm, I'm always like willing to help anybody that like wants to fucking know shit that I know. 
because i mean i worked for a lot of people like i know a lot of shit so it was cool just to pass on some of the stuff but yeah i I don't know man like right now i'm just i'm not loving it i'm just uh i don't know i'm just kind of i'm in a different headspace right now where i just don't give a fuck so (laughs) for me like for me personally watching steven doing this it's kind of cool because i I met the kid a couple years ago young fella and stuff like that just loves horror and just wanted to talk to people and hang out with people in the community and whatnot then, you know, he says he's making a movie and, you know, everybody always just takes that with a grain of salt when you hear a friend go, oh, yeah, you know, I'm doing a movie and stuff like that. And then you see that the production value they put into it and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I hope it doesn't suck because I know you're putting a lot of fucking money and effort into this shit. And then now seeing all these awards getting stamped on and shit like that, I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of him. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Steve. Yeah, you know, you're just, you're just like a nice gay dad that's just happy of his kids. So, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I get you. I'm just super proud. I'm super, super proud. Yeah, but no, he's he's doing great, and I'm really happy for him that he's uh, that he's like pulling all that shit off over there in Toronto land, over in the Canada. So yeah, the Canada, yeah, yeah, the Canada, the Canada dry, yeah. But no, he's he's crushing it, so I'm I'm happy for him. Hell yeah! So has there been a, any movies this last six months that have been new or new to you that like stick out that you that you love now? Or you know, man, horror, non horror, don't matter. Yeah, you know, I, I went through this whole like deal where I just I didn't watch fucking movies for like two months oh yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know man like i've been just i've been like a crazy weird like mental place but like recently i've just started watching stuff again but non-horror but i watched hard uh, hard rain hard rain has it's uh christian slater Slater, yeah 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 dude that's such a good fucking movie that's underrated as fuck i remember watching that i asked my grandpa if we can rent it one day i don't know why i wanted to watch it but i did i think the trailer looked appealing to me so he rented it for me and and i watched it I don't remember much about it, but yeah, I remember that movie. I remember Chris Slater and a, a boat <laughs> and some fire. That's about as yeah, much as some fire. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, um, a few months ago, going speaking of uh, Hard Rain, uh, Christopher Young, the composer for uh, for Hard Rain, he did a giveaway where he gave away like twenty, he gave away like twenty five of his uh, his CDs, like from all, all of his soundtracks. So he gave away 25, no, it was 40 of them, 40. And then he signed them all. And then like 600 people entered and I won. (laughs) (laughs) So I have like 40 of his fucking soundtracks in my closet, all signed by him. Like every single one. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. I had a bunch of like Hellraiser ones in there too. I was like, I forgot he even did like Hellraiser like uh, one and two. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, pretty much the same with me. Like I, like as much as I love just movies in general, therefore I just wouldn't watch movies, mostly because of sports. I finally bought you know the NBA and the NHL package so I can watch my Stars and Thunder lose repeatedly day after day. But I always had some kind of sports to watch every day after work, and then by the time that was done, I just I turned on some kind of sitcom and went to sleep. <laughs> there wasn't too many movies. Uh, I did my my 4K addiction grew pretty hard though I, I bought a bunch of new 4k mostly 4k action just because it's the best kind of movies to watch on 4k i think because you know with all the explosions and colors and all that shit yeah yeah you know i have i have a 4k you like uhd tv and i've never once watched a 4k movie <laughs> yeah i'm obsessed with it i can see for the common eye why people are like it's just it's the movie but when you know what you're looking for and you're watching what you're watching and it's cool. And I especially love when they remaster old movies in 4K. Like, I still think this, the Shining 4K is fucking awesome. But then I got the Evil Dead 1 and 2 on 4K, and it's like they didn't even try. I'm like, this isn't 4K. This is shit. 
Right, right. <laughs> like there's a slight, slight adjustment in the menu section, but then after that, like that's all you get. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking cash grab. They're like, oh, everybody else is redoing their shit in 4K. We'll do it too, but just slap 4K on the box and call it 4K. Have uh, have you bought anything new that's like horror related? Not really a uh, horror related per se. Just, just the same old shit. Just mostly just movies. Like I said, just a bunch of 4K. I got some, you know, some random 4K horror that I bought and shit. But other than that, horror related, no. Uh, maybe a couple of vinyl records. Still, you know, slowly collecting up on those. But right, right. Yeah, I, I, uh, I got that the uh, Scream Factory package in the mail the other day, and I totally forgot that I fucking bought that My Bloody Valentine thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had the the the, the, the steel book. I had the figure. I had like that. Uh, what do they call it? Lithograph poster. I had all three. I was like, what the fuck is this box? And then I opened it up. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of something that happened during these six months while, while we've been away. Uh, the, the 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 one box set that everybody was buying the Friday the Thirteenth. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I, I I got it too. I got it over here on my shelf. Did you go through all of them? Yeah, yeah. Did you did all the uh, the fucked up discs? Did you catch that in time? Uh. I think when I was watching through them, the, the ones that are like fucked up for a lot of people, I don't think I paid enough attention to it. So I, I missed the opportunity of getting a replacement disc if I need it. But the complaints I heard too are very minimal to where I won't even fucking notice or care. Right. Like I guess like sound cuts out on like Jason X or something like that for for a few seconds or whatever. But yeah, there was I think when Jason goes to hell, there were some issues. I didn't even fucking know about it because I didn't get that far. Then I saw Michael Long bitching about it. So then I asked him, I was like, <laughs> hey, what, what happened? And he was like, yeah, it's all fucked. He's like, you have to go to this link and get, get the other disc. So I was like, all right. So then I, I got the disc afterwards. I didn't even check those out. There's this like still in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just sent him in those like little fucking paper things, huh? Yeah, the, the little sleeves. So yeah, if anybody out there is looking for some fucking uh, some fucked up discs, you know, I'll, I'll sell them to you for the cheap. So let me know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, we are going to take a break. I'm going to bat him. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I might as well do this. Okay. And we're back. Now, you know what I love what just happened? What I love about what just happened is uh, you were the first one to call for a bathroom break, not me. Yeah, yeah. That, that That's like maybe happened one <laughs> other time of all the episodes. Well, and, and you know why I had to call for the bathroom break? Because you don't. Because what nobody else knows, except for what I know, is that there's not just one return. There's a second return. It's not just me. It's also the return of the piss jug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So now since I broke the barrier, my return here in this episode. Since you called for a break, I was like, well, might as well go ahead and do it. But now the barrier is broken. And game, game on. <laughs> yeah. Add a kid. Drink up. Yeah, you know, during, during Corona, I've realized that it's better to drink Corona because then you basically, you won't get it. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Yeah. But also, the more you drink, it's like you're immune. It's like a vaccine, you know? It's like you don't fucking, you know, Corona can't do shit. I don't that need no mask. <laughs> that was one thing during my little COVID experience. It was like one of the days where I wasn't feeling too bad. It was just, you know, common flu symptoms. It was like, well, maybe I can just drink this out of my system. And instead of uh, beer, I was like, it's got to be hard liquor. <laughs> so I was just fucking drinking hard liquor and trying to power through it. Those days worked out fine. I got to, I got to sleep through those days. Okay. What uh? What was the uh, poison of choice? Uh, good old Captain Morgan Silver Rum was my poison of choice. <clears throat> I've, I've learned the brown rum dangerously. Yeah, 
the the brown spice rum it fucks me up the next day so i switched to the silver rum and, and i was okay well i mean for the most part then two days later after that drinking day to get through it that's when the fucking heavy breathing shit started happening that was scary but i'm good i'm alive and well because then you got that itis and yeah and i'm still drinking people i am not an aa <laughs> yeah <clears throat> I mean, during during the beginning of the outsides, if you were an AA, then this sure as fuck was no hope for you later on. So, right, I'll I'll find other ways to cure my problems, but I'm not gonna quit drinking. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we've had an intervention before. We had a fate intervention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't work out too well. <laughs> oh, you know what I did buy the other day, which I wish I didn't fucking buy, but I'm glad I didn't. You know, I I do. You know, how, do you know that I have an obsession with the Edward movie? Yes, I, I I've picked up on that. <laughs> okay, all right. So on my corner wall right here, I have eight eight by tens of people from that Tim Burton movie, all signed. And nice. I got I got Landau. He was dead, but I got you know through a dealer. I got him. And then I was trying to track down a fucking Johnny Depp that was real that had Beckett like uh, like authentication because there's so many fucking fakes out there. I uh, and I found one three days ago, and it cost me a lot more than I wanted it to cost me. <laughs> Because it's Johnny fucking Depp. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Poor guy's been going through so much shit lately. Goddamn Amber Heard. Fucking women abuse is real, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But speaking of Ed Wood, a little uh, segue to a future. We're, we're, we're planning on doing some watch parties. And uh, I'm thinking one of the first movies we're going to do is uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. And it's not one of those watch parties to where you uh, just watch us watch something. No, the movie's going to be on the screen, too. So come in and join us, listen to our commentary, grab some drinks, and uh, have a good time with us. It, it should be fun as long as uh, there's not some loophole and they go, you showed something that's copywritten. Because it's not. It's public domain. So This is true. This is very true. So, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> It's gonna be like a what mystery science theater with farm servo over here, and then he can be crow or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, but with uh, alcohol. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't drink on this show, though. <laughs> no, no, no. As we're both fucking <laughs> picking up our drinks. <laughs> we drink water. It's probably just actually this is vodka, but yeah. Hey, see, that's <laughs> there's one thing I've upgraded. I don't only just have alcohol in my room. I also have a bottle of water to keep myself hydrated too. So try to fight the hangover the next day. There you go. There you go. Or when uh, the usual episode where no one can fucking understand you because you're so shit faced. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And when I start mumbling more than I already do, then yeah, I should probably uh, open up the bottle of water and chill out for a second. I'd say that's probably a good indicator to do so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be getting better at that, people. We are the new and improved Outsiders 2.0. That's right. That's right. This first episode, it may be rough to you, but it'll be better on the next one. So don't yes, worry. Yes, yes. We're knocking off the rust, people. Bear with us. It's been a, it's been a long time. These pipes are rusty, boy. <laughs> yeah. And basically what happened was we, we hit each other up. We talked, and we, did, we decided to, to bring this shit back, and we just jumped right into it. No practice rounds or anything. We don't talk about practice like Alan Iverson. <laughs> you want to talk about practice? What are we, we talking about practice? <laughs> yeah, this is literally the first time me and Farmer have been face to face in six months, people, and you get to join us with it. So, so there you go. So yeah, just yeah. look forward to more fun, great things that we have planned for you. It's gonna it's gonna be a good time. And uh, I'm gonna call it now. We we 
I mean, after the, the the six months departure and stuff like that, and we came back together and we're strong. So we're not going anywhere, motherfuckers. There's just nope. there's just enough separating this team. There can be some hiccups, but guess what? The hiccups go away after you uh, stand on your head and drink some water or whatever the fucking tricks are. Just get rid of hiccups. You know, you know what I always say: wear, uh, wear a mask, wash your ass. You know that. <laughs> Actually, I don't say. I think I stole that from you, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I was drunk. So yeah, yeah. They, actually, yeah. That was that was my quotable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Shit. The quote was, uh, "I said, wash your hands, wash your ass," and you said, "Wash your coochies," because you just never know how it's going to fucking affect your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds more accurate to me. Yeah. <laughs> wash uh, your cooch. Yep. 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 Yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> Also, fun fact, with it being March, this also means that we are uh, hitting the two-year anniversary of when the first Outsiders started. Do you remember? Oh, my God. Do you remember that fucking awful fucking first episode that never got released that we did? Oh, yeah. The fucking commentary. With the the Leprechaun Returns. Yep. (laughs) Never got fucking released. What a fucking disaster that was. Yep. That was a little test the waters and nothing came of it. Yeah, I mean, who who was who was on that? It was it was that was in the early days, right? So that was what just that was you, me, and then it the person's name that we don't speak. But yeah, 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 <laughs> it's you, me, and that guy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I I do remember that because I was just I, I was because since it was audio, I was just laying on my retro seventies couch that I no longer have, and I uh, drink a beer and just. Leaning over into the into the mic and just talking. <laughs> I think I recorded that at my mother's kitchen table, <laughs> and that was when I only had my phone and I had it propped up on a bunch of boxes. And yeah, it was. Is that when you had the mic with the fucking cord that you had? <laughs> no, you had that, a hold? That, that I was still just using the mic on my phone then. And then I finally upgraded to uh, my phone with a plug-in, three point five millimeter jack microphone, like like you know, dude from Price Is Right. <laughs> right, right. Spay and neuter your your pets, people. And then just slowly upgraded from there. And yeah, that was two years ago. It's wow. That's funny as shit. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck I remember that too, but wow. That's funny. <laughs> oh man. Two years later, we are back, motherfuckers. Wow. Yeah, and it wasn't even the good leprechaun either. It was the fucking one from the sci-fi channel. <laughs> No, it's not the worst one in the franchise. I mean, it's yeah. close. I mean, I'd rather, I still <laughs> rather fucking Leprechaun in the Hood over that. Well, Leprechaun in the Hood is one of the better ones. I, I, pre- I prefer it over Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Mm. The, 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 the second Hood one that they did. They could have done something else, you know, more creative with them, but they went back to the Hood. Just, well, just once you leave the Hood, you can never, you know, you always gotta, you can't, you can never actually leave the Hood. And that's why I didn't make any money because nothing knows that the hood just bootlegs all their movies. They don't fucking actually buy them, so that was just they lost this, money. This is on true. That. This is true. Those new releases you can get for five bucks, two for two for twenty, five. Uh, what is it? Two for ten? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can go into Walmart and buy this for twenty dollars. You can get it right here for two dollars. Two dollars. Come on, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And then it's like a drawing of a shitty leprechaun on the case and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like a stick figure leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But sure enough, it was the movie in there. Maybe it had Japanese subtitles on it, but <laughs> or it was, it was some cool. dude in the backseat of the movie theater with a fucking DV8 camera, fucking <laughs> going yeah. like that. 
That wasn't smart enough to get like a, a tripod or something like that. So you're just like shaking the whole fucking time. Yep, yep. Have a seizure for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. It's like the ultimate trip. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I finish this beer and open up another one, tonight we are going to talk Stigmata from 1999. But before we get into that, obviously it's a, a religious-based film, and we did so because this is the resurrection of the Outsiders. So I kind of wanted to ask a couple of questions, kind of religious-based, you know, get in a little controversial area. Uh, but my first question is like, wh- what, like, I, I feel like me and you both are just kind of open minded about religion. But if you were under a religious umbrella, like an actual title, religious umbrella, what would you be? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go back in time. So I grew up as a, as a Catholic and uh, as a kid, like I did, like maybe like my first communion, like all that shit. I used to go to church up until like before I became like a teenager and then I just fucking never went again. Um, I think I used to, I believed that I definitely believed in God when I was a kid, but then I think later on in life, I just, I think I'm more of like an atheist. I think. I lean on the atheist side. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah see, I, I was born into a Catholic family so f- much that uh, my grandpa Faye from my dad's side was a, uh, a Cardinal, a Catholic Cardinal to, to the point to where he uh, attended the uh, Pope's funeral back in like 2002 or whenever that was that, that, that first pope or whatever that we witnessed the death of he was actually there for for the funeral and everything wow so i was born and uh i was baptized as a baby catholic and stuff like that I had the whole fucking they splashed me with water as a baby i, I got photos somewhere of that but growing up you know i developed a, a mind of my own and and grow into it and, and i'd say fast forward to now if there was like an umbrella i i do the, the pussy way out. I would say I'm more agnostic than anything to where, you know, there might be a God. I don't know, but we're just going to, maybe, you know, the whole maybe thing, but that's because I, I like to think, cause I'm a man of science. I'll even say that. Like I'm a man so of Scientology. Science. <laughs> Not the Scientology, but actual science with facts. And stuff like that. You with fucking Tom Cruise? No, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, not that Scientology. Because that's nothing to do with science. I hate the title of Scientology. But I just, I, I, I believe some. This all had to come from somewhere because, like, even the movie that we're talking about tonight said that we have like records of the last three billion years of existence, but. The world has been around for six billion years, but it was just nothing but matter and shit like that floating around. Right. So, and there's a lot of unanswered stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, so that had to come from somewhere. So I believe in the whole higher power, like a God. And I don't think God's like a a, a figure, like created in our image or like all that shit. God's the dinosaurs, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, dinosaurs came before Jesus. But but I don't know. Like I, I, I like think... Mainly because I think like that because I I refuse to believe that when when we die that it's just lights out and there's nothing anymore, and th- and there's a lot of science that shows that when you die there's some kind of energy that does leave your body and goes somewhere else. So I think maybe I you know I go to another planet and invade another body there or something like that. That'd be fun. That's why I want to be cremated instead of buried because Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, you know, famous physicist, he believes that. He, he wants to be buried in the ground. So then if whatever energy leaves him will stay confined within the earth and he wants to be a part of the earth. 
for for whatever. And I don't want to do that. I want to see what else is out there. So hopefully the whole little energy thing is just me transferring somewhere else and be a part of that. <clears throat> got it. So basically, guys, what I got from that is that when he dies, we need to cremate him and then flush him down the toilet to see where he goes. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, my ashes remains are just that, you know, my energy or whatever fucking left in my body. But with that being said, oh, I gotta get me <sighs> But with that being said, I, I, for one, I will never tell anybody that they're wrong when it comes to religion, as fucking obscure and stupid as it sounds when they tell me their beliefs. I'll never tell them they're wrong because not not a single person living can tell you the hundred percent facts of like what happens when he dies and stuff right. like that. Not a single one. No, no scientist, no religion or anything like that can tell you what exactly what happens. I mean, maybe Nobody in Flatliner. Knows. If you were in Flatliners, maybe. I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, movies <laughs> can tell you what happens, but yeah. you can either movies watch are the way, man. Movies are the truth. <laughs> right. You can either watch Flatliners or Ten Commandments, whatever floats your boat. Or Jesus of Nazareth or whatever. Or but, certain uh, film. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I think of all the shit, all the sins that I've done in my life and stuff like that, I think watching that movie alone purchased my ticket to hell, if there is a hell. Because <laughs> that movie is just fucking... Oh, I think you purchased that ticket a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that whole uh, heaven and hell theory is wrong. Because I, I believe that when you die, I, I, the same thing happens to everybody, whatever that may be. I don't think there's a heaven or hell. I think you can be as bad as you want. and still, so, But I think religion is also a good thing, too, because it keeps people in check. Like if religion didn't exist, I think the world would be more chaotic than it is now because people fear God and all that stuff. So they keep themselves being good and all that shit. So. I mean, I, I can agree with that to, to an extent, but I, I think, I don't know if you're a pedo or something. I don't think you go to the same place as everybody else. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, true. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I think you're going somewhere else, I don't know, but you're, you're not going with everybody else. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I hope you're right about that one. Actually. Yeah. I don't want to go fucking chill at the the heavenly gate bar then there's a bunch of fucking pedos and shit in there <laughs> you know? looking at you boy <laughs> <laughs> not me 18, 18 to ride 21 to date <laughs> mm-hmm. oldest ride longest line yeah <laughs> right 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 but without also that being said i actually enjoy going to church too it's it's weird, but the reason why it's not because I believe like the stories, like I like the whole talking snake bullshit. I haven't seen a talking snake before, unless it's in the fucking movies. I'm looking uh, at one right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, evolution has been a proven fact. <clears throat> so I don't believe the whole that we're a bunch of distant cousins fucking each other because <laughs> we all came from Adam and Eve and all that shit. No, <laughs> there's no way. Even though if somebody sits there and goes, "I believe in Adam and Eve," I'm like, "Good, good for you." You have your beliefs. I'm not going to fucking debunk it. But I go to the church, though. The uh, reason why I enjoy it, because I like to translate their their Bible stories into something that could be positive, like in the real world. Like, basically, it all comes down to do, don't be a cunt to people. Right. <laughs> just just be good to people. And I just love hearing the different stories. And I have a good buddy that, that preaches. He's a, he's a preacher at a local church. So I like to go see what he says because I know how he is in real life. So I'm like, okay, this guy's full of shit. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I know shit. how he really is. He's a great <clears throat> dude, great heart, but I, I know he's, you know, he's he's a sinner himself. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean yeah, I'm very open when it comes to religion. I have my beliefs, but I never tell anybody else that they're wrong. Right. And I mean, yeah, how could and, you, you know? 
Right. And anybody that listens to stuff like that, let me, let us know how you uh, feel about religion, what your religion is, and what you what you believe. And uh, sorry, looking at you, Neil. Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Neil. Man, he's going to hell for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think what wasn't he? Didn't he get caught banging girls in a Dollar Tree parking lot or something like that? <laughs> something <laughs> happened with Neil. <laughs> I'm not sure. He's hard to keep up with with all this crazy shit that he did. But yeah, Let's see. but yeah. So I mean, with your theories of religion, kind of like what I just did, with like you know what I overall think. What's kind of your thought process on like what you kind of overall think? I, I mean, I, I do think there is a heaven and a hell, but I don't think I necessarily believe in God. But I think I think you have to go somewhere. I don't think you just fucking evaporate into the ether and. So you, you don't just, think you know, it's like like lights out and it's just black <clears throat> black eternity. No, it's got to be more than that. I like to think that it's when you die, it's it's like it, it, you're uh, you know it, it all closes, goes black, but then it opens up again, and then you're somewhere else. I like that. I just hope that there is life after death. I don't know what it is, what it could be, but I just hope there's something, even if it's like bad. Right. At least at least there's still something going on. I'll fight the forces of evil. I've seen enough fucking superhero movies and shit. Bring it on. I mean, I've seen The Exorcist. I mean, I can, I can fight off demons. I don't know. Actually, maybe yeah. I'll just come back as like an actual demon. You know what I mean? And I'll just take over people's lives and shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's that whole theory, too, to where uh, he, he can still haunt the Earth realm and be a ghost in Earth and haunt people. I think I'd I think I'd like to do that, but I would I would do like pranks on people. I'd like pants people in like public places. <laughs> Hopefully, let you select like like a video game where you you select who you're going to follow, and then you just fucking haunt them the rest of their lives. Yeah, I've got some people like I, I can think of right now. <laughs> and, then, and then once they die, and you're like, "Hey, motherfucker, did you like all those pranks I pulled on your ass?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like you, you definitely have to go somewhere. I, I don't I don't think it's just lights out and it's over. I think uh, I think there's something else. Yeah, I like to think so too. Hopefully, but nobody can ever tell us the truth because they're dead. So, <laughs> but you know, I, I I do wonder about the people who were like medically and like actually dead for five minutes and then get resuscitated. I wonder if something happens with those people. That is something that I do like research into. Sometimes I'll I'll just randomly Google people that uh, experienced the whole you know light at the end of the tunnel and what they experienced when they were technically dead for so many minutes or whatever, what they, what they experienced that. And none of them say that it was a blackout. It, there was something going on, whether they saw like an evil spirit or, or light or something like that. They, they all claim that they saw something while they were clinically dead. So surely there's something, but I don't want to find out anytime soon. I'm going to live as long as I can enjoy my pizza and beer I would say sex, but that's that's just yeah, that's not. a lie. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what am I thirty three? I, I, you know, I, I think I think I got another. I think I got another forty years left. I think I got another forty. Which the two part of that question kind of leads into that is uh, like nobody nobody wants to die. I mean, for the most part, nobody wants to die. But would you accept death, or would you let them like maybe move your brain into a robot, and then you can live on eternity in a robot on Earth, or would you just accept death? Can I just be like Tammy and the T Rex? <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. transfer transfer your shit over from your your dead body into something else. You know, <clears throat> you know, I did see an episode of the X Files where that happened, but then they got moved into like 
a supercomputer where their brain controlled a bunch of computers. Oh, nice. Yeah. And with modern day technology, I mean, we can take over the world because everything's controlled by computers and internet and everything. Right, right. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I'd be open to it, depending on like where you know, like what I get put into. But yeah, that's what I love about these anti-COVID vaccine people is that they think there's like microchips and shit like that in there. I'm like, they're already tracking us, bro. You got you got a tracking device in your pocket. It's called your phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> they can find you fucking anywhere. Yeah, so don't if they put a tracking device in your body, it's gonna be no different than what's already going on now. No chance, they will find you. Mm-hmm. The men in black will find you. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that was a nice little religious topic. Now let's talk some uh, stigmata from 1999, <laughs> starring directed by your Rupert Wainwright. What a fucking yeah, name! What that a is. name. <laughs> Rupert Wainwright. <laughs> and like I said earlier, I don't do my research or anything. Has that guy done anything else? You know, I, I didn't I didn't do my my fucking my research on him as a director, but I think he did direct something else. And while you his talk name about sounds it, familiar. <clears throat> let's see. Oh well, yeah, he directed the fucking fog uh remake in two thousand five. Oh, what a winner that one was. Uh he directed what we call Blank Check. Remember that shit from back oh, in the day? I love Blank Check. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he did a couple videos for MC Hammer. Oh, uh, so like his only two music videos, uh, "Can't Touch This" and "Too Legit to Quit." He did "Express Yourself" by NWA too, and "Straight Out of Compton." Okay. Yeah. Um, White. Blank. Yeah. Well, uh, blank check. It was his first movie. Everything else before that was just uh, music videos. I liked Blank Check. I was always jealous of that kid, man. Oh yeah, it wasn't Sinbad in that one. Or Sinbad a different one? Let me check. Sinbad was a different one. This one when Sinbad. Uh, this one, his little counterpart was his limo driver slash, you know, like. Oh yeah, Tone uh, Loke. Uh, Tone Loke was in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Oh, he was one of the. He was one of the villains. In it, right? Yeah, yeah. I love Tone Loke. Trying to collect the money and shit. I had to look up what the name of that movie was with that with Sinbad and that kid. <laughs> but yeah, why well, he does that? Yeah, we're talking Stigmata, nineteen ninety nine. First Arquette. kid. Gabriel Burns, Burn or Burns. It's that weird spelling of Burns too. B Y R N E S. Yeah, it's it's Burn. But uh, I saw an interesting fact while I watched the movie because Amazon will even get interesting facts about the actors if you go to the casting credits. And uh, in his childhood, he, for many years of his childhood, he was in a seminary practice to become a Catholic priest as he got older. So apparently, he was in early training to play this role. But what I find even funnier than that is that he got nominated for worst actor in this movie. The Razzie Awards. The Razzie Awards. And that same year, he was in that same category for his other movie that came out in 99, End of Days, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he's nominated twice for worst actor, and he still lost. He didn't get the worst actor of the year that year. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) So he wasn't awful but the two movies he did that year were bad enough for him to get two nominations in the same category but yeah and now i'm gonna let you talk while i uh yeah well he he does he does this thing yeah while i make the return of the piss jug (laughs) yeah with the return of the fucking piss jug um yeah you know overall i thought i thought the the movie itself was okay I, I honestly felt like fucking um like <clears throat> that uh what was his name Burn or whatever I felt like Burn was just he was a fake version of Father Karras from The Exorcist. 
I feel like they really try to like capture like that father Karis like essence with him. And um, that's I, I just I don't know. I'd like to know if other people thought that too when they watched this that it kind of like was biting from The Exorcist and kind of like had its own like vibe, like like that scene with Patricia Arquette's mother who's only in the fucking movie for like fifteen seconds, and when she's buying shit down there and then like the little shopkeepers like warn her and stuff. I don't know. That just that seemed very exorcisty to me. Yeah, well, she's the cause of it because I mean they didn't go too far into it, but she got the rosary and that was what the start of it was her little gift package at the beginning. She had the rosary and then all of a sudden she's experiencing the stigmata shit. Right. Yeah, I mean to me that's like that's that's just what it was. Like I just felt like it was very exorcisty, and then I, I thought like you know it was just a, you said what it was ninety nine, right? This thing came out or ninety six. Ninety nine. 99 yeah so i mean they were just change, you know i felt like they were trying to like a cash in on that you know so many years later but trying to just like i didn't even think it was paying homage i think they were just trying to like steal the fucking tropes that worked for that to try to like bring it into this to like create a backstory but i don't know i, I thought it, it's it's definitely no fucking exorcist i'll tell you that and i love patricia Arquette. i put it in her butt but i mean you know she's definitely you know she's no linda blair you know what i mean she wants to taste the street in this i love the whole 90s alternative version of her in this movie she was she was pretty tasty, <clears throat> but but no yeah uh, oh fuck I'm a lot of that soundtrack too in this fucking movie or like something like the like that scene where she's walking in the rain and then they have like the crossfades I fucking hate those crossfades she's walking in the rain and it's like this stupid fucking porno music it's so stupid like I hated the soundtrack <laughs> soundtrack to this movie was fucking dog shit I didn't like it like just like <clears throat> the new age fucking tech grunge rock it was so fucking stupid yeah which usually i like soundtracks from 90s movies they're usually fucking spot on and shit but this one the soundtrack was a little off but there really wasn't a lot of uh you know actual music in it like band music and shit like that which i think they kind of missed the mark on that too since they were trying to play it to the crowd of you know 90s grunge kids <coughs> grunge atheist kids and shit like that Right. Well, I mean, I, I could see why the, like, uh, the director probably had a big hand in that music choice because he, you know, we were just discussing like when he like got into like doing films, his background was music videos. Yeah, so, true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good point there. So you think there'd been more, you know, legit music in there, but right. there's mostly just scores and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, the, the soundtrack I thought could have been a hell of a lot better. <clears throat> yeah. I have a lot of complaints about this movie. What about you? I do, I do have a lot of complaints. My main complaint is the 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 love connection between the two. I think oh, the movie yeah. could have done completely without the whole little love thing. I think you have enough with the whole chick experiencing stigmata, which if people don't know stigmata, if you haven't seen the movie, it's where you, somebody starts experiencing the the five points of of like the brutality, or whatever that that Jesus experienced while he was getting crucified. With the, the 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 fucking bolts in the wrist, which we learned that all the things in the on the cross when they go through his hand, we learned that it's actually through the wrist and in the feet, the crown on the head, uh, the lashes on the back, and then the final one is the spear through the side. But, and I think they could have focused more on that. They could have really just centered around the whole stigmata aspect of it, and not put this awkward fucking love story that they immediately start out with when she uh, meets the priest in the barber shop. She's hitting on him before she even realizes who the hell he is. It's and a lot he's of old plot enough. holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of plot holes in this movie. 
And he's clearly old enough to be a dad. So she she clearly has some daddy issues, I guess, if she's into, you know, older men that are old enough to be their dad. Right. Which, I mean, she's a 90s grunge chick, so probably had some daddy issues, but they didn't touch on any of that, too. There's a lot of little, just minor story plots that you could have done easily with one or two minutes of the film to kind of explain more of it. Just like they never touched up on the rosary. Because I clearly that was a focal point of like how this started, but they never talked about the rosary again the rest of the movie. The uh, <clears throat> something that I, something that I did like, um, which was actually very fucking stupid. Um, you know when uh, uh, Gabriel Bernie's walking by the fucking the hookers, the prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that scene though. But the one thing that I thought was so fucking stupid, and I blame the director for this, is that he took the girl with the smallest tits out of the three of them. To do that, like ruffling them up thing, <laughs> like w- what sense did that make? <laughs> like you had like one of the other, like the the blonde. I think it was. She had like the biggest rack. Why not have her do it? Why do you think the one with like no boobs? Like love, what does that make? <laughs> I love when when you pay attention to detail. That's the detail that you pay attention to. Why is the chick with the smaller tits shaking her tits and not the yeah. bigger tits? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. No, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's the questions that need answers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck the plows and stuff like that. Why was this decision made? Were they were they just against shaking their tits because they're really a grade school school teacher or something like that? Or, or what the fuck? Yeah. Man? You know another scene that I had complaints about? Because you know me. I never find anything good. It's always the bad. So uh, <laughs> All right. w- the bathtub scene. Why the fuck is this bitch eating a fucking apple in soapy ass water, getting soap all over the fucking apple, and then just mowing down and eating that shit? Who the fuck eats in a soapy apple? What? Well, well do you, who the fuck eats in a bathtub? I mean, I mean, I've, I think I've, I think I've eaten like an ice cream like bowl or <laughs> ice cream is not any better because that shit melts and it's gonna melt right into your pissy tub that you're fucking soaking in you know but that's that's you know this isn't about me it's it's about the movie but anyway why why is she eating a soapy fucking apple in the bathtub and i felt like we were on this bat like the bathtub scene for so fucking long and then there's like that underwater shot where it looks like it's gonna be cool and then it just like tracks like her body and like just kind of like showing her frame okay which is nice but it's such a stupid fucking shot like why do we even care about that we're in this bathtub way too fucking long yeah, and there's a long shot that jumped right into like the stigmata stuff. Like they could have, like I said, the rosary thing. They could have built up into maybe teasing, like she's about to get it, maybe or something like that. But no, it was just the movie's going on. She's chilling in the tub, doing the fucking weird long drawn out tub scene, and then all of a sudden she's getting the first step of the stigmata, and then yep. they just go and and then just fucking go steamroll from there. Uh, Rupert Wainwright, this is a question for you. My uh, my question to you is: Did you watch The Crow before you you did this movie? Because <laughs> you, you just you, like you decided like you wanted to have a fucking bird. You what production you couldn't you spent it all on that awful soundtrack and you couldn't afford a fucking crow. So instead you had picked a fucking pigeon. Like what what is up yeah, with the birds? There was no explanation of the pigeon or anything like that. Like the chick experiencing stigmata, it should just be her experience of stigmata, not to these random birds showing up or, or anything like that. And like, what the fuck is up with her seeing herself holding a baby? There was no explanation of that, and then chasing after that that herself that holding the baby that dropped the baby in the middle of the street. Right. 
no explanation. If there's an explanation, then maybe, but there was there was no sense of that whatsoever. I think it was just trying to, to build some tension or whatever. But yeah, well, they certainly fell flat in that regard. Um, also, I had a note that I skipped over that I forgot to say. Um, I wish that Patricia Arquette would have drowned in the bathtub during that shot because it just took so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have shown her boobs, <laughs> honestly. Because uh, that opening scene where they're doing the credits and she's she's fucking the dude, I was very disappointed because she likes to have sex with a bra. I was like, son of a bitch. Just yeah. Take bra. I don't want a bank chick that's going to keep her bra on. You're naked everywhere else. Um, another thing, uh, Rupert Wainwright, why the fuck do you love these hard cuts so much? Like these transitions aren't even good. Like the yeah, scene was just the worst stuck. times too. Yeah, it's like what what what's fucking sense does it make? Yeah, like it's if it's for effect for impact, then okay, I can understand one to two. But like this movie's fucking riddled with that shit. Like why? Yeah, drag, drag out a pointless thing like the bathtub, but then all of a sudden do a hard cut and shit to where people may be actually being interested in the story that they're trying to fucking do. Right. And another thing I have is that when uh, when she's, you know, when she's bleeding and everything and then she's, uh, <laughs> they take off the bandages and the nurse's quote is, we've got a very deep laceration here. You fucking think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Like, she's fucking like a squirting fucking blood. What? Like, and then the dumbass nurse said, this is self-inflicted. That's fucking self-infliction then. Jesus Christ, going all the way through. If it's self-inflicted, then yeah, it was cut in the wrist, but all the way through to the other side. That nurse was stupid, and she's not going to believe her. I mean, a situation like that where you have both wrists, holes all through both sides, I don't think that's going to be self-inflicted. Then you can start questioning other things, like was anybody with you? Did you did something happen that you just don't want to talk about? Maybe it was even like right. a drug-related issue or something like that. But not just to be like it was it was self-inflicted. This bitch is crazy. Yeah, yeah I I didn't under, I didn't understand it. There's a lot of this movie that I just don't fucking understand. There was th- th- this movie had great potential, and I'd love to see a good stigmata movie like about you know somebody getting stigmata and just focusing on that. But they just yeah, do you think we're going to get it though? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. And if anybody knows any good stigmata movies, let us know, and we'll we'll check them out. But I, I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any good any good stigmata movies. I, I can't I, it's, certainly. And you think there would be a bunch because I mean that's a nice little plot point because a lot of horror movies involve religion and stuff like that, and that'd be a very good one to tackle. And you think there'd be a lot of random, you know, off-brand generic fucking movies about stigmata, but there's there's really not at least not that I've seen. I mean, there's there's a fuck ton of these like a uh, exorcism of fucking Emily Rose. Yeah, there's a lot of possession. I mean, you know, it's like a lot <laughs> a lot of these fucking exorcism movies, and a lot of them are fucking dog shit. So I mean. It's a, you know, it, no one's really making them anymore because, you know, like, there's no demand for it. But I can understand at the time frame, like just these fucking cash grabs for all these exorcism movies. Mm-hmm. Mm. But there, there were scenes that I did like, though. Like, I, I did enjoy the subway scene where she's getting the laceration in his back because she's got her, you know, her arms yeah. up in the, in the handrails and she's getting lacerated. I, I did enjoy that scene. I thought that was cool. I loved when she's standing on the car and then her eyes are red and she's bleeding and she's pointing the, the busted bottle at the at priest uh, Andrew Kieran. His name is Andrew. What's up? Yeah, Father Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew and Frankie. <laughs> AF. Andrew Faye, baby. Oh, there you go. Ass fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I get to abbreviate a, a not so great movie with it, but. But yeah, I mean, there was there was scenes that 
basically there was a lot of potential that I saw in this movie. It's just it, too many falling flat. And like right. I said, my main thing is the love story. I don't think that should have existed at all between those two. You know, it's it's they had to go somewhere, and I guess they they thought that that was a good fucking idea. I wouldn't have done that. That seems very fucking stupid. But the, also, this movie was stupid. So, <laughs> right now, yeah, you have plenty to work with without the love story. Right. They could have told other things instead of the this weird love connection of this chick that has daddy issues apparently. And this priest that is going to accept it because he misses getting laid. Like they had that whole conversation. Like, do you miss? And he's like, of course I miss. I'm human. Right. Right. And then, and then now he's hanging out with this possessed chick. And he's like, well, maybe I'll fuck her before she goes a little too crazy. Which uh, I, I really do feel like they stole Father Karras fucking tropes from the exorcist, exorcist into like with this guy with the, the Gabriel Byrne character. Yeah. I would I would agree if he would have questioned his faith more, but he never really questioned his faith too much in this. He was just uh, more just conflicted with the girl. Right, right, right. But that goes but, against, like I guess, like what, like his faith, like his oath. So I guess, yeah. That, yeah. But he struggled, and when he almost banged her, then all of a sudden she started talking in the demanding voice, and where's your faith now, father? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, you know. Getting tempted by the devil's lettuce, you know? <laughs> and then the ending was just fucking stupid. It was one of those endings that really wasn't an ending. It just kind of just ended. Like the, the the other fathers or priests or whatever showed up and were trying to solve the, the mystery. And, but instead, they were just more pissed off at him because he's laying in the bed with the chick and, and really did not much to help her. And then she has her little exorcist moment there, possession at the end. And and then he's holding her on the bench. And then, and then they did their little titles of you know shit that hasn't been proven or whatever and that's the end of the movie just kind of just there wasn't really a conclusion without any explanation to a lot of stuff yeah that's stigmata <laughs> that, that is the 1999 film stigmata which uh it was a budget of 29 million and it actually grossed 89 million even with all the bad critic reception stuff like that so yeah. it's a it, it was a financial success yes yeah we just didn't like the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it. Yeah, it has no long stay. But I will say that they had good production design, but that was probably just about it. Yeah. Again, you can clearly see plenty of potential. Just, just fell flat on its face with so many things. I was very disappointed because I remember when this movie first came out, I was really excited to see it because I was. That's when I was really getting into horror myself. It was you know late nineties, early two thousand. And I was excited to go watch that, and I went and watched it. And I, I remember liking it at that age, just because it was all crazy flash editing. Right, right. But yeah, all the the quick cuts and the fucking the crossfades. Yeah, you know, it's it's still not enough for this for, yeah. for to save me to like this movie. So yeah, I played to its audience. I, I so my question to you is outsider rating. What are you giving it, Faye? All right. In case you don't remember, we do a scale of one to ten. And uh, like I said, there, there was things that like there were scenes that I like, but there just wasn't enough for me to really like the movie. Uh, th- I think the best rating I can give it is a uh, a four. I can give it. A you four. know, it's funny. In my head, I was like, it gets a four. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Agreeing on the on the on the return. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you get yeah, that, that's that's a four. Nothing more. Nothing less. I mean, it could have been less, but whatever. I'm just being gracious now. But yeah, it gets a four. Rupert Wainwright, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I don't plan on revisiting it unless somebody wants to watch it. I'm like, okay, well, you're in for a decent time at best. 
but other than that, I don't, I don't own it. I don't plan on buying it. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I own the DVD, but I think I bought it for like two bucks at Goodwill. So whatever. <laughs> two bucks for a four-star movie. It, it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in our rating scale, at least. So yeah, Stigmata. B Farm says, don't check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, people. Uh, the return, the resurrection of the outsiders of horror. The resurrection of your erection. We're back. Let us know if you if you enjoy the return, what you'd like to see. Uh, even let us know if you think it's fucking stupid, because we, we yeah. love the haters, too. If you fucking hate it, just make sure you tell him, leave me alone. All right. I get what's going on. <laughs> just tell him. He's used to it. Keep me out of it. Right. <laughs> but hopefully some of you are excited for the turn. Like I said, we got some some cool things coming your way for sure. Expect something weekly from us, without a doubt. If not multiple yep. things in a, in a week. We, we, we got some cool shit. It's, it's going to be more than just... Uh, a weekly episode dropping on your ass. We're going to do some other things. Like I said, live commentary, other things going on. We're going to make it fun. It's going to be a lot funner than what it was the last, I would say the last two years almost, I guess you yep. could say. More it's than audio, be- audio, visual, we, we, we got you covered. We're, we're coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We back like cook crack. What? <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, I am Andrew Fay. This is Brian Farmer, have any parting words, sir? Um, yeah, in classic fashion, go fuck yourself. See you next week. <laughs> Later, y'all. Well, I'm an outside.